The Paso County DEC is providing this podcast as a public service in order to let you know more about the issues and ideas which Democrats have identified as being very important for voters and also to provide a forum for Democratic candidates for office. Our podcasts are open to anyone interested in how Pasco Democrats are dealing with the important issues of the day. You can check out our PascoDems.com website and also on Facebook, Pasco Dems, and the views expressed by the guest and host on our podcast are their own. And not the official views of the Pasco County Democratic Party or Democratic Executive Committee. And today we have Raquel Rivera, who is a, an interesting Democrat. She is very much involved in a lot of things in Pasco County, having out doing a lot of stuff in terms of the election coming up. And I want to welcome her here. And the first thing I want to let uh, let you do, um, Raquel, is this: tell us about who you are and where you came from. Okay, um, my name is Raquel Rivera. Uh, I uh, was born in Puerto Rico and uh, came to the States when I was about five years old. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, My mom was very active. Uh, She was a um, Democrat uh, union member for the the hospitals because she was a lab tech. So in New York, she was uh, in the union and I kind of followed suit. Uh, We even have a picture of uh, holding Kennedy's picture up during his uh, election time. So my mom was very Mm -hmm. pro-Democrat. I'm also a, uh, I was a, I'm a retired seventh grade science teacher uh, from Hillsborough County, and I am presently um, uh, the vice president for the uh, Democratic Public Education Caucus of PASCO. Um, All right, well, that helps a great deal. So, uh, uh, yeah. You were around at the time when uh, West Side Story was on, right, in New York? And yeah. <laughs> did you ever see it? Um, I saw the old movie ah. with uh, Rita Moreno, and mm. then I did see the new version mm. of uh, of um, West Side Story. So, yes, the black, mm. the old black and white, absolutely, well, with we, George Shakiris. Well, when I was <laughs> my first year in college at Ithaca College, there was a fellow on my floor who actually had been a dancer in West Side Story. Uh, wow. He was about, I swear, he was about five feet tall, but, you know, very thin, but he, uh, yeah. he always dressed like he was in New York City, Manhattan or something. Anyway, beyond yeah, that. Absolutely, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think are, is the most important issues that Democrats in Pasco and Florida and the world, what, what were the most important issues that Democrats are facing today? Um, I really, right now, it's the, the most, to me, is that this misinformation, you know, I, I don't understand, um, how everybody's just, you know, just become so st- stupid, actually, and believe these things that are going on that are not true. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel that, you know, trying to get that message across, I don't know how we, you know, all we can do is support the Democrats and keep, you know, get involved for sure, mm-hmm. get voters out. Because even if, you know, I feel like even if they have money, um, if people don't go out and vote, right. it's not going to make a difference. 
Right. So really, they can make tons of money. But if you don't go out and get the boat, I, I just don't get it. You know, even yesterday at Heritage Park, there was somebody that was walking by. And we said, oh, can we register you? Um, they said, no, no, no. You know, hmm. so, you know, um, and of course, you know, every a lot of people, I think that we need to go on common ground, what, what everybody is concerned about, you know, the economy, jobs, and things like that. Um, so I, I'm sure there there are Republicans that feel that, and, and Democrats alike. You know, we have the same issues. Mm-hmm. So meeting on common ground, but it's very disheartening to to know that people just fall for things that aren't true, even when they're faced with the evidence. You know, it's right. it's so disheartening. Yeah, I know it is and it was something I was reading in the paper this morning I forgot where it was now but um, they were it was exactly the same thing and people just do not seem to have any way of finding out what is true and what is not true and are not making the effort. Oh I know what it was yes because on, uh, <clears throat> on social media uh, particularly on uh, Facebook and so forth they're not doing their job in terms of keeping some of the stupid stuff off they want to claim everybody's it's a freedom of speech, but at some point, freedom of speech is no longer free when it's uh, doing such a bad job. Anyway, I'll get off that for a moment. When you're yeah, talking, yeah. when you're talking with people, um, Raquel, uh, when you're out with the Democrats knocking on doors or phone banking and so forth, uh, what kinds of things are people coming back to you about? What are they responding with? I. I mostly people want, even yesterday, this lady, Cindy, that I spoke to for a little bit um, while trying to have her um, become part of the club, um, they were just, you know, trying to, you know, this whole misinformation. That was what she was talking about, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we We have to, you know, have these issues that are, you know, the facts. You know, though, of course, they'll just backfire. And, yeah, it's all about power and winning, you know. Forget about what the truth really is, you know. But, yeah, I think most average people are uh, too busy with daily lives to research things, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. For instance, this year I I found out, me being a long-time Democrat, um, that... The local, the local votes are. I mean, the local um, uh, primaries and things like that are the ones that are really important. Mm-hmm. The legislature, the local. Right. Whereas most people feel it's the governor. You know, they go out to vote for the governor and the president, but they need to focus on the local elections. That's a very that good is point. Really major. Right. We see. We can see what the Republicans are trying to do at this point, in terms of packing school boards. And that, oh yeah. And you, as a as a former teacher, a retired teacher, uh, let's just talk about education for a while. What do you think the Democrats should be doing about education in Florida and in Pasco County? Well, tonight I'm going to the school board because there's we're we're going to be there supporting. Uh, right. Um, James Washington. Right. Um, so we'll be wearing purple. But yeah. there's, you know, schools are for teaching. They're not for. He's talking about oh, parental rights, but you're excluding other individuals, and that's not right. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, taking stickers, you know, safe space stickers out of the classroom, banning books. Right. Where is that educating our youth? Actually, you're doing the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, because what are they going to do in the future when they go out in the world and they don't know anything? Right. Exactly. He talks about indoctrination, but that's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, and they're excluding books. Yeah, as a science teacher, you dealt with facts, right, in teaching exactly. students. Exactly, information based. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. It's about information, and does this prove something? You know, can you prove the what what happened? Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yes, we're. <laughs> if not, you're going to have this the stupidest youth you've ever had. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. They're not going to be critical thinkers, and because when I left in 2020. This was the big deal. Mm-hmm. Critical thinkers, rigorous, you know, rigorous debate and rigorous information, you know. But if you're excluding books that kids can't even make up their minds, you know, who's indoctrinating? You are. Right, right. I remember a long time ago when I was teaching up in Massachusetts, we had a rather oh, salty wow. old teacher. Her name was Dorothy, and Dorothy told it as it was. And she had yes. been teaching for like 40 years. And I remember one time, uh, one, at the beginning of the school year, we were told by the superintendent that they were going to try something new. And they wanted to make sure that people were going to deal with teaching basics and so forth. And this woman stood up. She was in her late 60s. And she looked at the superintendent and 300 teachers and says, what do you think we've been doing? And yeah. it, it brought down the house because it was another one of those things where so often uh, some of the people who are in charge of things do not seem to get it. That, that teachers have been doing a good job all along. What do you think should be done for teachers at this point to encourage people to get into the profession and, and to keep them there? Well, for sure, the pay, because, I mean, every time it was about the pay. You mm-hmm. know, up north, I, I was raised in New York, they pay much more than they do down here. Oh, right. Um, but that's a big deal, especially nowadays when you, you know, they can go out and get another job. There were plenty of, of, of guys that were teaching and they would go, no, I'm leaving because I got paid more at Home Depot. Yeah. Doing something, doing something that doesn't require all this clerical work, dealing with parents, dealing with the behavior in the classroom. The classroom management is a big deal, you know, um, yeah, the, the real yes, thing, and obviously Florida is so far down in terms of oh. uh, paying teachers. When I was teaching in Massachusetts, uh, I made $30,000 a year less than my brother in teaching in New York State who was teaching elementary mm-hmm. art. He made $30,000 a year more than I did, and I had three yeah. master's degrees, so it didn't seem oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll ask you this, oh, too, I, while we're at it yeah. in terms of... Uh, what would you? What do you think is the greatest challenge for the United States at this point over the next decade or so? We have to turn this around to. I know it. it it's having family members that also are believing some of this stuff is is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. I, we have, we have to get people to vote and we have to keep educating them, you know, um, on what our, uh, philosophy is in the democratic party. Um, and 
we have to get them to vote. We have to get them to vote and, and put out more messages out there and just... Okay, and let's talk about uh, women's rights for a moment. What do you think should we should be doing in that area? Well, first they should have codified that, that Roe versus Wade. That's one thing that mm -hmm. they didn't do. It fell short on that. Um, again, continue promoting, you know, we have to go out there and protest. We have to go out there and um, uh, put things into um, uh, in legislatures and, and mm -hmm. elect elect people that are, you know, pro-choice, yeah. you know. And again, the, the, the message being that that affects both. It doesn't matter what um, part part partnership you're in, you know, what partisan you're on, you know, mm -hmm. what side, if you're Republican or Democrat or Independent. Right. It affects all women across the board, right. you know. So it's you true. need to have pro-choice because if anything happens, at least that's there. Yeah. If you're on the other side, you don't have to do that. Right. You know, you don't have to do something you don't want. Right. It's certainly the Equal Rights Amendment should be passed finally. Yes, absolutely. Because, like, like uh, Clarence Thomas said, they, they're coming down. They're coming after the uh, LGBTQ as well. Yeah. You know, and all those, like he said, and and I don't doubt that that um, they would do something like that. Okay. But yeah, we have to get more people voting and get uh, these um, uh, Democrats. Uh, into positions and again at the local level that is the biggest thing really people don't because you know what people don't have time to research things like that mm -hmm. I, look i'm 68 and i'm i'm like just learning some of these things now and that's because i became involved mm -hmm. and that's probably a very important, involved, that's a very important people, point people to remember. working it's a very important point to remember because lots of times a lot of us who get involved uh, sometimes tend to forget that the person with a full-time job and raising a family, they're not necessarily, you know, getting the same effort into things as some of us who have a little more time. Uh, what do you think exactly. about the, what we should we do in terms of getting a, a cleaner environment? Oh, we definitely have to pass what, what uh, <clears throat> President Biden was talking about, that uh, <clears throat> Uh, reduction act you know and um, fossil fuels mm -hmm. we need we need to pursue the research on those and listen to the scientists yeah. they know what they're talking about mm -hmm. about you know even back when Al Gore was saying this way back when yeah yeah uh, how about gun reform right? things are going to be around forever you know <laughs> where do you stand on gun reform oh my gosh please do we need AIs in the street? No way. This is ridiculous. That is the most I, I And the solutions that they come out with. Oh, let's put guards at all the doors. Let's do, you know, and making us accountable. They're, they're making the teachers, they put the burden on the teachers and the students. I don't understand that. If we did not have a gun on the streets, these were, and even... Yeah. Right, just yeah. better the AI, but they don't even want to do that. Yeah. Now let's take one Those last are topic. Here. Weapons. Let's take one last topic, Raquel, and that is you've spent many years in the classroom. I want you now to say, look, if you had your way of doing it, you're looking at the last class of the year. You've got a group of student, thirty students in front of you, and if you were able to push a button and make sure they were going to do what you wanted them to do in their future, what are the kinds of things you would say to a young person growing up and going out into the world after high school? 
I would say be a, a, a citizen that that looks at the issues that um, definitely makes voting a habit because mm -hmm. apparently a lot of people do not take this seriously. And that starts, if you don't vote, your government is going to take, it encompasses everything else you do. Mm -hmm. It encompasses everything you do. Mm -hmm. And of course, let's have some critical thinkers out there. You know, don't just buy into what they're saying. Be researchers, look into mm -hmm. things. And follow the truth. And, you know, and again, the, the truth is skewed because they'll have arguments for both sides. But mm -hmm. you do the research. Mm -hmm. You have to become part of the community and learn and keep learning. Because, again, learning is a lifetime event. In fact, I'll, I'll ask you this. What sources do you trust the most in terms of getting information? The newspaper, um, radio or TV or what? Let's see. I do listen to some radio. I listen to, I, I do a little bit of everything. Okay. Uh, I don't usually listen to podcasts, but I do listen to some news. Um, I listen to NPR. I try to be very, you know, objective okay. um, with what they're saying. But again, what makes sense? Mm -hmm. What includes everyone? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it takes that much. Yeah. Well, listen, but you got to do your homework. I want to thank you, Raquel, for your time and certainly for your efforts these days. You're popping up everywhere. And I certainly, uh, as a fellow Democrat, <laughs> I, I, try. I, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that very much. Anything final you want to say? I, you have to go out there and vote. You have to. If we want there to be a change in Florida, you have got to get out there and vote and do your research. You know, you got to look. you got to make some time, you know, because this affects your future. Okay. It affects everything. Okay. Thank you, Raquel Rivera. Thank you for your thoughts today, and thank you for your time. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Thank you.